0: All of us have shadows hidden within the narrative of our, of our past, ghosts of events, of, of choices, of past actions that continue to haunt us. Teenagers return to their now abandoned elementary school hoping to reconnect with a place that they had bonded with as children. Instead, they learn that while you can never return to the past, sometimes the past can find you. It was a night like any other. A slight chill bit at the air and a soft fog clung to the town, typical of a late October night such as this. The moon, half full in the sky, kept disappearing behind a bank of clouds, its silver spotlight flickering on and off as it did. It was a perfect night to settle down with a warm blanket and a good show, or to go for a brisk nighttime walk, or, for a small group of local teens, to revisit their old home turf. The old Wakefield Elementary School had been a wonderful place. The students claimed it proudly, forging memories on its fields and within the safety of its walls, until those walls were found to be full of mold, the fungus eating it from the inside and forcing the relocation of the establishment. Now the old building stood abandoned, as it had for years, unused and isolated. And according to the teens, that made it the perfect place for an undisturbed, spooky game of truth or dare. Call it what you will that they chose this location in particular, nostalgia, coincidence, fate. But what happened that night would not have come to pass had they gone elsewhere. And they never would have learned the truth about what they themselves had unleashed. As they entered the premises, the teens got a good look at what had changed since they'd left all those years ago. The beautiful tree under which they'd played as children was now uprooted, along with the playground structures leaving dark earth where it once had been. Smaller branches that they once were able to hide in and lean on seemed minuscule now, to the point where it was unfathomable that they'd ever been able to support their weight. The grounds no longer looked lively as they once had. All that was left of their former light were the memories that the visiting teens played back in their heads, the images superimposed on the terrain in a pleasant reverie. The group settled in a haphazard circle at the base of what was once a mighty tree and began to fire off questions and dares. Laughs were had, lines were playfully crossed, and things seemed to be going fine. But the longer they stayed, the more they noticed a shift in the air. With greater frequency as the minutes ticked by, someone would stop mid-sentence, thinking they'd seen something from the corner of their eye. Others would glance over their shoulder, with a feeling of being watched, and no explanation for the sudden discomfort that had crept up on the group. Eventually, someone suggested they change locations, and the teens slowly got up, preparing to take their game elsewhere. But as they took their first few steps towards the property's exit, they finally saw it, in more than just their peripheral vision. It was a child. But not just any child. A solitary member of the group stumbled back with a gasp, recognizing the apparition on sight – herself. A smaller, younger version of herself, from when she had attended this very school. The others jumped away from the vision barely a moment later, watching with wide eyes as it scampered across the schoolyard and then flickered out of view. Mutters of fear and confusion rose from the teens, their eyes darting around in search of an explanation for the inexplicable sight. As they scanned the yard, the mutters became gasps and yelps as more apparitions appeared. In a matter of seconds, each teen had spotted their past self counterpart, and each one of them was beyond ready to leave the schoolyard behind. (laughs) They had not gone there that night to be plagued with phantoms of the past. As one, they began to run, dashing for the property line, wanting to return to the safety of Wakefield's streetlights. For surely the phantom memories would only haunt the place where they'd been made. Surely they wouldn't follow them back to the waking world. They were almost there, almost out, almost to the place where they could explain away the visions as a figment of their paranoid imaginations, a shared hallucination of which they'd never speak again. Almost there, but not quite, and not fast enough to miss the scariest vision of all. They saw it before it could see them, and they were able to change course diving for cover. This phantom was no memory. This was a ghoul, a nightmare creature, stalking the property's perimeter like a territorial beast and shaking its head as though emerging into wakefulness after a long sleep. It glowed with an unearthly greenish light. Where it tread, bright mould sprung up in its footsteps. In their hiding place, the teens crouched, petrified, clinging to each other's wrists in a death grip, jamming their fists into their mouths to keep any screams at bay. Each one was thinking the same thing. What?! the hell is that? The fungal ghoul swept its gaze across the grounds, its eyes coming to rest where the other apparitions had congregated. While some of the teens kept their eyes fixed on the terrible creature, others turned to follow its line of sight to where their past selves sat together, and pieces began clicking into place. All children stand by some form of ghost story or another at some point in their lives, They may or may not take these stories seriously, but they love to play with fire, taunting the edges of urban legends, daring each other to summon demons in the mirror, or talking to the undead through some makeshift homemade Ouija board, swapping stories of personal hauntings with questionable levels of legitimacy, and forming clubs where each one fully embraces the role of a paranormal hunter living life on the edge. But no matter how nervous these games may make them, They know in the back of their minds that what they're playing with isn't really out there. So when one of them, on a late October school day several years ago, brought a weathered book to the playground and claimed it was a book of spells, they'd all jumped on board. They had drawn out the runes and gathered various scraps of ingredients from around the yard, getting into the Halloween spirit by playing sorcerer, knowing full well it was just a game and unsurprised when nothing happened. When a jolt had gone through each of them, They buzzed excitedly about it, and claimed that it was their ritual working, when, really, they knew it was nothing more than the effect of their shared excitement, amplified by their imaginations. But as they watched the memory of that day unfold before them now, they saw things that had been invisible to them all those years ago. They saw the runes they had scratched in the dirt with a broken stick, light up blue-green, saw the energy being pulled from the ground, and saw it accumulate into a blinding flash as their past selves dissolved into excited chatter. They watched as whatever they had summoned twined through the air, seeped into the school's walls, and then faded from their view, along with the apparitions of the unwitting children they once had been. They all held their breath, waiting for the ghoul at the property's perimeter to disappear as well, but it remained. The creature's eyes were fixed on the spot where the apparitions had faded away, with the look of something that had just witnessed God, or its own genesis. It moved towards the old school building, slowly, and the teens felt a weight settle in their bones as they realized precisely what they'd just seen. Their little ghost hunters club from way back then had been more than a childhood folly. They had summoned, or perhaps created, a creature of the paranormal world that had then taken up residence in the same place that, not long after, was found to be unsalvageable, and left to rot in the mould filling its walls. Mould of the ghoul's creation, judging from the fungus, trailing from its footsteps, and by that logic, mould of their creation. They watched as the ghoul reached the abandoned school's walls, and seeped inside, out of sight. After a long pause, once they were sure the coast was clear, the teens got up and sprinted away, off of the property that they had unknowingly condemned. The knowledge that they'd once been able to summon this power rattled in their core with every step and continued to swirl in their minds even once they'd reached the safety of their homes and beds. Some made vows that night, vows to never again dabble in what they didn't understand, but others turned the implications over, studied them from a different angle and prodded at the possibilities. If they'd been able to unleash something like that in the past, what else could they do in the future? with Leo Ranger Druin with Elementary Ghoul.